She kept asking people what she should do, looking for a solution. There were few to be found in 1970s Brisbane. Mary's own parents were long dead and she turned for support and advice to her sisters and Vince's mother. No one could give her an answer. No one could tell her what was the right choice. They all said the same thing. It was her decision and they would support her, whatever she did. Over the next few weeks, Mary realised she had to approach the situation more rationally. She had to think the issues through, address them and then decide. It was a decision that would affect the whole family, every aspect of their lives, for a very long time. Finally, Vince and Mary agreed that they should explain to my brothers and sisters exactly what was wrong with me and give everyone a chance to have their say. One Saturday morning in early August, my parents sat down with their four older children and over an extended breakfast had a family discussion. Paula thought they were being assembled because they were in trouble. The park down the street had a little creek with a big storm drain carrying it under roads and houses as it wound its way to Morton Bay, and she, Michael and Gary, had been exploring it under the guise of going to play at the park. But Mary and Vince had bigger things on their minds. They explained the situation, describing what I looked like and what was wrong with my legs. They talked for a long time, and when they finished, the whole family was crying. Then came the big question. My parents asked my siblings whether they thought they should bring me home. Catherine, the youngest of the four, remembers Mary pointing at them, one by one, asking, And you? What do you think? Should we bring him home? In turn, each of them said, Yes. Bring our brother home. I said yes when it was my turn, Catherine said. But I was a bit scared about it all, and I think I said yes, because that's what everyone else said when Mum asked them. Still, Mary was not fully convinced. She told Dr Atkinson she would like to bring the other children up to see me. So, on what is the closest day to a citywide celebration that Brisbane has, Exhibition Wednesday, my whole family came to visit me for the first time. When they arrived, they were shown into a small room just outside the nursery. Dr. Atkinson brought me out. My brothers and sisters each wanted a turn nursing me. Not one of them changed their mind about bringing me home. There was concern and curiosity on their young faces, but all of it was for me, not for themselves. That was an important moment for Mary, I think. Had any of them recoiled in shock or horror, it would have been so much harder for her. But their reactions caused Mary to step back and recognise her own strength and the strength of those around her. She had raised resilient children and they now returned that strength to her. The resilience remained when I came home. Paula doesn't remember my deformities being a major concern for my siblings when I first came home. You were a baby and it was just the way you were. Mary had been very concerned about what other people might think of her new baby. She was not so naive as to believe society wouldn't judge me by the way I looked. She knew there would be times when some people judged her for the same reason. In retrospect, my worry and my concern were more a matter of pride than anything else, Mary wrote.
If Robert had had serious medical problems within, I would never have hesitated to accept him. But because he looked different, I found it so terribly hard. She realised bringing me home wouldn't be the last tough decision she would have to make about my future. It was not going to be easy, but she had made up her mind. It was 28 August 1972, a month and five days after I had been born. I was going home.